This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, as we've done uh, several times here over the past couple weeks, including one of our own, uh, we're going to look at a, a mock draft here coming out of the Senior Bowl. This one from Lance's Earline. He's the guy who does a lot of the rankings and, and player analysis on NFL.com. Uh, I've been doing that f- this for quite a while. Uh, so it's always good to, to, to take a look at what he's thinking in some of these situations. By the way, the, uh, the NFL uh, scouting combine invites went out today. I don't, I don't know if you saw that, Matt. I know they did. I didn't look through them all. I mean, usually there's not surprises to me this time of year because I don't know the – 18th ranked safety yet that right. got you know shafted um real quick on lance though i have a lot of respect for lance's work done a lot of podcasts with him his dad was the steelers o-line coach he was a browns o-line coach when i was there and he is now tutoring some of these draft prospects but lance is very dialed in i think he's one of the best in the business so yeah i'm excited about this one and, and he had some trades in his which is yeah how about that yeah yeah uh, at the first overall pick, he has the Jacksonville Jaguars taking Evan Neal, the offensive tackle, out of Alabama. Totally get it. I don't think there's a slam dunk first overall type guy. Um, you teased it before that you know our triple take series is coming. We both have turned in our tank tackle ranks, and I'm not going to reveal that, but as impressive as Neo is, I don't even know he's a slam dunk to be the best tackle in this draft. It's a good, it's pretty strong. The group. Yeah. It depends on how teams look at him. I think, can he play on the left side? Um, you know, he did last year at Alabama, but he'd been a right tackle before that. He's got classic right tackle size. Um, you know, so you do wonder a little bit about that, but I, I think he's going to be, I, I think he's going to be a pretty clean prospect. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you're not really projecting a lot with, with a lot of the Alabama guys. You, what you see is what you get, mm-hmm. and what you get is pretty good. Uh, at two, no surprise here, he has the Lions taking Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Detroit would be very happy with this. Um, back to Jacksonville real quick. Just because Lawrence is such an asset, I would lean O-line over D-line, and that's exactly what the Lions want to have happen because that's one of their only needs that they don't, and one of their only non-needs is O-line. So they get their pick of you know whoever they want. Yeah, at three, he's projecting a trade here. Yeah, so the Giants trade up, what two spots from five, and they take Ikem Ekwanu, the uh, offensive tackle out of uh, NC State. See, he's exactly what they need. You know, I mean. Uh, if you put him on the right side or even at guard, you don't trade up the three for a guard, but boy, yeah, he's played some guard. He has played some guard. Yeah. He'd be an awesome one. They drafted Andrew Thomas, a pure left tackle last year. I really think the giants are nuts if they don't really attack their offensive line, maybe with both these early picks. So this makes a ton of sense. It, it, I guess you can argue, do you feel the need to move up a couple spots to get this guy? I, I wouldn't argue with it too much. I do think a lot of these teams will be anxious to trade down. Yeah, I think so as well. Uh, the Jets then at four. And if they're moving up, they're moving up to get ahead of the Jets because they think yeah, the Jets right, will right, take right. Uh The Jets then take at four Kyle Hamilton, the uh, safety out of Notre Dame. 
Marcus May is a free agent. I mean, Robert Salah has come out recently and, and keeps reiterating that defensive line is what the, you know, this, this defense is all about, you know, the Bosa's and the D Fords he had in San Francisco, but the jet secondary is a disaster. Yeah, it really is. And uh, yeah. he's a good one. Uh, the the uh, Texans with that pick that they got from the Giants then take Derek Stingley Jr., the, the cornerback hmm. out of LSU. Um, he's a guy that people are all over the board on him. It seemed like a clear slam dunk first corner taken special talent. But the last time we really saw him going crazy was 2019 with Joe Burrow and their elite, you know, winning national championships. So, <coughs> excuse me. There's a little bit of out of sight, out of mind with this guy. He might also go to the combine and just erase all doubts too. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, he might run you know. a four-three-five and yeah, you know, all that, all that stuff, and look great. So Houston uh, could go anywhere if they could trade from three to five and pick something else up. I'm sure they'd be very happy to do it. At six, the Carolina Panthers take Charles Cross, the offensive tackle out of Mississippi State. Yeah, generally regarded as the top three tackles and crosses probably third on most people's lists. Again, we'll tease it with our tackle ranks. He's going to go really high. The Panthers absolutely need a offensive line overhaul. They, they spent a lot of bad money last year on free agents on their offensive line. Cam Irving, guys yeah. like that. I mean, I, I like Cross a lot. He's really yeah. young. Just turned yeah. 21. Um, there's a lot of athletic upside there. Uh, a lot yeah really light on his feet you know prote pass protector type you know true left tackle yeah really with those top three guys you're probably splitting hairs in a lot of uh a lot of cases i bet a lot of it comes down to scheme you know like ekwanu right. and cross are very different i'm not sure who's better it just depends what i want to do right right that that also factors in mm -hmm. at seven the giants with their second pick take cave on thibodeau Edge hey, you mentioned they, they had Ojolari. I didn't realize he had eight sacks last year. That'd be a good bookend to Ojolari. Uh, you're hearing more and more that Thibodeau is not a slam dunk in the top three like some people thought. I don't think he's going to fall far, though. I mean, right, a team yeah. like the Giants or if Atlanta behind him would have a shot at him, I'm sure they'd run to the podium. I tried to watch him. I say tried to watch him a couple of times last year in, in games when Oregon played. And both times he got tossed out of the game <laughs> for, for the targeting role. I hate the targeting role in college. It's so bad. Yeah. Um, but that, you know, there's, there's, that might factor into things there. Hey, can this guy play the way you're supposed to play? Yeah. Right. 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 You know? And there's some, you know, other questions about him as well. Uh, at eight, this is a surprise. The Falcons. This is real shocking. Yeah. Take Traylon Burks, the wide receiver out of Arkansas. I kind of get the logic, though, you know, that he kind of looks like a Julio Jones, and I know it's a different staff, but Lance mentions here, if you if you pair him with Kyle Pitts as big pass catchers that can block some after the catch, that's kind of intriguing. Like, uh, Then you better have a running back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they need a lot they of don't. stuff. Yeah. They don't. They don't. And, and Coral Patterson's a free agent. Atlanta could go a lot of different directions. I mean, you could, they could take one of the top two corners. If by chance a pass rusher came to them, I think that they would jump on that. But Russell Gage is even a free agent. Like right, right. they don't have, they don't have, and they have no there, cash. So. They have no, no money. Just, they have no money to resign anybody, which is crazy. Yeah, it's bad. At nine, the Broncos and everybody's looking quarterback here. 
but he has them, the Broncos taking David Ajabo, the edge rusher out of Michigan. I haven't thought a lot about it, the, the Denver, but this makes some sense because think about the Von Miller trade. They really didn't have a in-house replacement for Miller. And they also picked up a second and third round pick, which are going to be late, but they're second and third round picks from the Rams for Miller. So they have a lot of tools in their shed to go move up for a quarterback if they so choose. You know, maybe they could package two seconds to get back in the first. So this makes some sense. Yeah, and they may very well sign somebody, trade for somebody. You know, you still know. Yeah, yeah. that's the big thing about doing dra- these these mock drafts now is there's there's going to be trades. Somebody's going to change. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be a lot of stuff that changes. Uh, the Jets with their pick number ten, they're really going heavy on the secondary. They take Ahmad Garner, uh, the, the cornerback out of uh, Cincinnati. It's exactly what their secondary needs. I mean, you might get the combination of best corner and best safety certainly the best safety Gardner is challenging Singletary for first corner taken it's not like he is lacking talent either I mean he has great size you know uh, a press cover type dude that can really get your hands on people so yeah I don't think he gets out of the top 10 yeah at 11 Washington takes the first quarterback Kenny Pickett I think it's a good situation for them to think rookie quarterback at this point um i also heard you know who knows with rumors this time of year with trades and all this stuff but there is a little bit of smoke of russell wilson being a commander i'll believe that when i see it yeah Uh, yeah yeah. um but yeah i mean quarterback certainly makes sense for them um and that wouldn't be the worst uh spot for for pick at the land um, no, they got some things around them. They got, yeah, they got some, some pass catchers. They get running backs. Uh, not, not awful. Great, good defense, no. presumably if it bounces back at 12, the Minnesota Vikings take cornerback Trent McDuffie out of Washington. This is just the earliest I've seen McDuffie go. I mean, I usually see him in the the twenties. I mean, yeah. pretty consistent first rounder, but, but corners do get drafted earlier yeah. sometimes than what you think. Yeah. hundred percent. Vikings are another team. They could use a pass catcher. They could, could they go quarterback? Probably not this year, but probably going to be something on the defense. And this is maybe the best defensive player available. Their, their corner situation is really bad right now. It really is. Yeah. Um, at 13, the Browns pass on wide receiver and take Jermaine Johnson, the uh, defensive end out of Florida state. He would be the clowny replacement opposite Garrett and his stock is soaring after the senior bowl. I get it. I mean, again, we've said this many times that we would expect this to be a wide receiver, but the fact that he has Burks number one and doesn't have a receiver here. I wonder if Lance isn't doing cartwheels over early receivers. Yeah, that could very well be the case. Yeah. Uh, at 14, the Ravens also go for an edge rusher. They take Trayvon Walker, the, uh, defensive end out of Georgia. I don't know. It's a huge need for them, but he's their type of guy. I mean, they could use them all over the defensive line. Um, I think they have bigger needs, but I do think Walker is going to be highly sought after. Yeah. I mean, I seriously gave consideration to taking a cornerback there for them Mm -hmm. um, just because of their situation. uh, Everything they went through this year, maybe they trust that for one more year with those guys coming back and, and being healthy their pass rush was not what it typically is this year. They want to they want to blitz and be able to do those things. They don't have anybody that can beat somebody off the edge. 
Um, no, they hope O-Way turns into that. Yeah. You know, right. I hear you. Um, uh, maybe if McDuffie Offensive linemen would make a lot of sense as well. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I still don't know that Linderbaum gets past Baltimore. Uh, yeah, I know that people like I, I uh, put out my mock earlier uh, in the week uh, on DKPittsburghSports.com, and I had the, the Ravens um, passing on an offensive tackle there. And people say, well, they, they need to replace Alvin on the wave. People forget they, they signed Juwan James last year. Yeah, right. Knowing right. that he was going to miss the whole season. Yeah, with this in mind. Yeah, right. Makes sense. Yeah. Forgot about that myself. Uh, at 15, the Eagles take the first guard off the board. Kenyon Green, the uh, guard out of Texas A&M. Really solid player. Uh, I mean, we, I think his name's going to be kicked around quite a bit with the Steelers at 20. Um, the foundational type of guy, not super risky, high upside. I mean, that's what you want out of a first-round guard. Yeah, and they do like to build those lines. There's no doubt about Hell that. Hell, yeah. Put him with um, Dickerson. And- yeah. With their second pick uh, in the first round, the Eagles are 16 as well. This this from the Colts. They take Drake London, the wide receiver out of USC. They have three first-round picks. I really think one should be a wide receiver. Um, just to pull back the curtain, I gave them Garrett Wilson from Ohio State, but I had a little bit of problem with that in that they run the ball so much and Devontae Smith is so small. I feel like this should be a big physical receiver. You and know, that's like what Burks London, yeah, that's London. what London yeah, is. Yeah. Right, right, right. So he fits nicely with that. Uh, and he gives, he gives you a bigger target for your quarterback as well. Yeah, um, he's not the most accurate guy in town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At 17. He has the Steelers trading up with the Chargers, who have the 17th pick. I would imagine that would be a third-round selection. Some 20 to 17, yeah, right. Yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. Um, And taking Malik Willis, the quarterback, out of Liberty. No one thinks about the trade downers, but that makes sense to me from the Chargers. You know, there's probably a tackle I could get in a couple picks. I could probably get one of the Georgia defensive tackles if need be. There's not a corner screaming my name. So I'm open for business to trade up. There's only one quarterback off the, off the, uh, the board at this point, but the saints are looming at 18. I mean, do you want to let them make a pick or do you want to jump ahead of them and ensure you get your guy? I'm warming up to this situation. I mean, again, we might not have, the Steelers is a, a quarterback need when the draft rolls around, but if it costs you 20 and a little something else to make sure you get the guy you like that you think is the franchise quarterback for a long stretch, I really don't have a problem with this yeah. as we stand here in February. I, I think this is kind of what we talked about on Monday. If, if you're going to, you're not going to trade up into the top 10 because right. the, the cost is just too great. But if you only have to move up a few spots to get your quarterback, mm-hmm. That you can afford. That you can afford. Right, right, right. Yeah. You can. That, that doesn't raid your, your draft picks too much. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I like Willis. Um, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I mocked him to the Steelers in, in my mock on, the, on DK Pittsburgh Sports, and he is a polarizing guy. Oh, I <laughs> bet you get all least. kinds of – I'm yeah. sure there's some, wow, that would be awesome. I'm sure there's some saying, boy, he'll never be there. Or I'm sure there's a lot of negatives too. Why on earth would you take this guy? Well, because so and so has him ranked as rated as a second round guy. Right, 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 right. Uh, there's immense talent there. There's yeah, 
Um, and I think that's all I need to know. A lot of this after the senior bowl and after the combine is going to change with Malik Willis. 100% agree because apparently all his interviews are excellent, um, studious, smart. We know there's athletic ability and gifts there. And maybe he does take some time in a Trey Lance like manner. That's fine. I don't care. You know, just get him here and start molding him. Yeah. You could actually figure out, you know, some ways to get him on the field early. Oh, yeah. Too. Oh, without question. Yeah. Maybe not uh, the, the Lamar level, but, right. you know, sort of. Yeah. Right. At 18, the Saints then take Chris Olave, the wide receiver out of Ohio State. They have a big Ohio State connection there. They do. And I, yeah. And I know Sean Payton's not there, but it's still the same people they hired from within. Boy, they need a receiver. I, I can't imagine Pickett would get past the Saints. I don't know if they would like Willis or not. Are they looking for the next Drew Brees? Are they looking for the next Taysom Hill? I assume that ship has sailed. But, boy, wide receiver is a massive need. Huge need for them. Yeah. yeah. He'd start right away. He might, might even lead them in receptions if Thomas doesn't come back. Yeah, right. At 19, the Eagles take Jaquan Brisker, the safety out of Penn State. That's the first time I've seen him in a first round. I mean, you might uh, see him in another one later. Oh, look at you. Okay. <laughs> one thing I've noticed, I don't know if we've had this conversation, is all the mocks I've looked at or top 25 lists, I feel like there's 50 different players that could end up in the first round. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I mean, yeah. you know, when when I, again, when I did my mock earlier this week and, and I, I had a guy that I really like fell to me in the second round, uh, and Zion Johnson. Yeah, like, yeah, I couldn't believe he's still there. I considered him at twenty, but he was still there, and that could certainly happen a lot this year. It could happen a lot. I mean, like I did my mock too, and there was four or five names that I just couldn't get in the top thirty-two because yeah. that's the way it felt. But if you asked me in a vacuum, do you think player X is a first rounder? I'd have said yes, and felt really confident about it. But I didn't get him in mine. Yeah, I think once you get past that top 10-ish in this year's draft, mm-hmm. um, the next – usually it's it's like a, a a layer of like 40 players after that 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 first initial wave of 15-ish players. There's usually about, you know, 30 to 40 players who could also be first-round draft picks. Yeah, this year, 100%. This year that grouping might be – there's a top 10 and then the next 60 guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, depending on need and – you know, clear itself up a little bit with testing numbers and things like that too, too, but it's a jumbled mess. Yeah. At 20 with the pick that the, the Steelers traded to the chargers, uh, the chargers take Trevor Penning. It just works out great for LA, you know, yeah. you plug him in opposite Slater, right. Tackle's been a problem. Probably you know, it would have taken it at 17. I think so. Yeah. I don't think the, yeah. th- the three that left would have been chargers or that they're kicking themselves for trading down. They pick up an extra pick in the meantime, big physical guy that we've talked about a lot. I mean, we're, I'm sure both of us will have him in our top five tackle ranks too. I mean, he, he wouldn't be a bad stealer either. Right. At 21, the Patriots then take Devin Lloyd, the linebacker out of Utah. Okay. Um, does a lot of things, you know, they like front seven players with great versatility uh, their linebackers, the high towers of the world are kind of getting up in age. I guess this makes sense. A lot of people mock a receiver to the Patriots, which is a huge need. They're just so bad at drafting. They just I don't, don't do it well. Yeah. <laughs> they stink at it. Right. Uh, at 22, though, the Raiders do take Garrett Wilson. 
he's my vote to be first receiver off the board. Uh, and that's very subject to change. And I have not dug into my first or my five uh, wide receiver ranks yet. That's a project down the road here for Steelers.com. But Wilson's pretty attractive to me. And he would do a lot of things for the Raiders. Very different from Renfro and Waller. That would make some sense. Yeah. At 23, the uh, Cardinals take cornerback Kyler Gordon out of Washington. He keeps, uh, you know, he was really considered a day two guy firmly. And now everywhere you look, you're hearing him in round one. Interesting. You know, I mean, yeah. a lot of that's just because the NFL always thought he was in the round one player. And now everybody's catching and up. Yeah. And Kuiper and those guys are getting more of it, you know. Yeah. Uh, 24, the Cowboys take Bernard Raymond, the offensive tackle out of central Michigan. Um, really like him. He's yeah, a little tease here. I had a hard time with my tackle ranks. The more I dug into these guys, if it was Raymond or Penning, who I adore, you know, but Raymond's really interesting to me. I think he's got a chance to be a really good pro and potentially the Steelers at 22. He's a guy people need to know. Yeah. Uh, at 25, the Bills take Jordan Davis, the defensive tackle out of Georgia. I can't see the Bills taking another defensive lineman. I know, and I've seen them mocked to that often. You know, I mean, they took two ends last year. I guess Phillips, their big defensive tackle, is up for free agency. He's very different than Ed Oliver, who's the penetrator type. Um, I, I'm fine with it. I mean, this could be the Zerline deciding, I think Jordan Davis has to get in the first Got to get him somewhere. in there somewhere, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, actually, it would make sense at this next pick at 26 uh, that he has the Titans taking Zion Johnson. Love Zion Johnson again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Jordan Davis next to uh, on their interior would make a lot Simmons of sense. Simmons those guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would that would really work out. At twenty seven, he has the Buccaneers taking Matt Corral. Yeah, I think there's a real good chance that's a a, a quarterback. Yeah, right. Uh, at twenty eight, he has the Packers taking Nicobe Dean. I heard some also some people saying Corral might have been the quarterback that benefited most from the Senior Bowl because nobody nobody saw him, yeah, nobody saw him, and nobody there just uh, shined unbelievably bright, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, Nicobe Dean to the Packers at twenty nine. The Dolphins take Jamison Williams. Okay, all those all those add up. At thirty, the Kansas City Chiefs get George Karloftis. What's interesting to me, which isn't his fault, but a lot of these edge guys, you know, like the Florida State kid, are shining where Karloftis and Jobu are, are haven't done anything and are starting to fall, you know, quote, fall. I use a, yeah. you know, put that in, in quotes. Well, it, they weren't they weren't eligible to go to the senior bowl. That, that's no, the right, problem. right, 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 yeah. right. I mean, um, uh, the, the fact is there's a lot, it's a really good edge class. There might not be a stud edge player, but the top five or six are all really good. Yeah. At 31, the Bengals take Tyler Linderbaum. I mean, I think they'd take that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I've been asked, a, I've been asked, a, yeah, I've been asked a ton about him. Um, the tape looks great. Looks yeah. like, you know, it looks like a 10 year starter. I do have concerns about him being 290 pounds. I actually was about the next thing out of my mouth too. Cause I, like you, I am in the middle. You, I know you already turned yours in, but my top five interior offensive lineman, 
He's light, and he doesn't look like he's going to add twenty pounds. I mean, no, he's right? Athletic he yeah, guy. You know Looks I mean? like he is what he is. Yeah, and he's more than gets away with it, but it's a concern. You know, I mean, yeah. it's it's in the negative column. He got he got away with it at the collegiate level. Will he get away mm-hmm. with it in the NFL? Right, I don't right, know right. that. I that I don't know. But uh, at thirty-one, yeah. Bengals are running to the podium. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And then at thirty-two, the uh, the Detroit Lions take Quay Walker. The linebacker out of Georgia. Again, they could go so many directions. Yeah. That could be a quarterback. I mean, that would make a lot knows. of quarterback would make a lot more sense there because you get that fifty-year option. Right, right. Just let them learn behind Goff for a year, maybe a Ritter or somebody like that, or a Howell yeah. right there. You know, or maybe they just don't like any of the quarterbacks. But I'll, I will say sure. this: their coaching staff did coach the American team down there that had Sam Howell on it. Yeah. That might be where Howell lands at 31 or 32. Yeah. If they like him, I, I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyways, that, yeah. that was Lance Sierlein's uh, try first stab at a mock draft uh, uh, that from NFL.com. We appreciate uh, Lance's work. We're going to take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to the drive here on Steelers nation radio. We'll be back with more right after this. <laughs> 